Sometimes I'm under starlit skies, but I'm feeling more like dirt. How do I forget so fast who you are and what that's worth? Because there's an evidence of you in every corner of this life. So why do I still try to prove that I don't deserve your time? Because I am yours, and you will always be mine. It seems like madness, I'm invited to the table by your side. Because I am yours, and you will always be mine. I'm a man who's one ambition, it's the day. Sometimes I'm walking on a ledge And I'm afraid to just look down It's like I think I'm in control I'm giving gravity to time But you love me where I am Enough for you to not look back And it's the only kind of love that I have ever felt like that Cause I am young And you will If I had to write a story for the greatest love in time, I would have to sing of you. Now I'm this branch and you're the vine. And the romance that we have, oh, it's easy by design. I was fortunate to find you, but still blown away your mind. Cause I am yours, and you will. table by your side cause I am yours and you will always be mine I'm a man who's one ambition is to dance with my divine cause I am yours you are you are you are you are
wonderful man. You know, our marriage, like most, has had its ups and its downs, but we are about to become empty nesters. <laughs> and we are so excited. Our older sons have moved away a few years ago, but we have our little Jennifer, who's a senior in high school. She's been so nervous about her future until lately. My wife would say that the changes in our daughter have happened gradually over time, but that's not right. It all happened back in January when she went on this church youth group retreat. Let me be clear. We don't go to church. We have no need for church. Never have and I never will. I found Jesus. It was a couple months ago at the annual youth retreat back in January. A couple friends and I had just been hanging out after school with the youth group. Pizza, game, fun. And then, well, my best friend Brady, he got serious about Jesus. We just kind of kept hanging out to listen to him sing and play. But then something happened. Jesus became real. Okay, let me rephrase that. Jesus has always been real. I just didn't know it. In fact, I knew nothing about him at all. He and I were very quietly getting to know each other. And then one night, I believe it was Saturday at the youth retreat, I was just laying in my bed alone and I thought, Jesus, I want to live for you. And well, now I'm learning what that means. I believe in the sun, I believe in the risen one, I believe I overcome by the power of his blood, amen. I can't 
than any grave, than any throne, Christ exalted over all, and the only Savior, Jesus Messiah, to you alone our praise belongs, Christ exalted over all, yeah, to you Can be seated. Now it is. <laughs> Jen, come on, I've made some popcorn. Our show's about to start. Oh, Dad, I'm on my way out. But, Jen, we always watch this show. Come on, it's starting. Dad, I already made a commitment. To, to who? My friends. We're practicing a new song and we're going to sing it in church in a couple weeks. At church? I would have thought she would have gotten tired of that by now. Is that what you're really doing, or are you going to see somebody? Well, it's not what you think, but yes, I am going to see someone. A new friend that I met a couple weeks ago at the youth retreat. Well, why haven't you invited him over? Well, I would love for you to meet him, and I will work on that, but Brady's waiting for me outside. Brady? Wait, you're dating Brady? No, Brady's my best friend, you oh. know that. He's just giving me a ride to practice. Talk to you later, bye. Where's Jen off to? You know what? I'm really not even sure. She said something about going with Brady to a church rehearsal and to meet some new boyfriend that we don't know anything about. I don't think she has a boyfriend. Okay, maybe not a boyfriend, but whoever he is, he seems pretty special, and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick, don't be so negative. Have you seen how she's changed ever since she started hanging out at that church? Oh, yeah, I've seen how she's changed. She doesn't roll her eyes so much. <laughs> and I don't have to nag her to clean her room or do the dishes. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Something's wrong. She's changed. Once a sinner, now I'm clean. Once condemned, now I'm made free. He turned my darkness into light, and now I see. Once in ashes, there's beauty. Once in pieces, I'm complete. My Redeemer now resides. He lives in me. Oh, He is alive, and I am bound to death no more. Oh, 
in Jesus Christ, always secure. Where the Lamb of God wants laid, there's victory in an empty grave. And now with resurrection power, oh, I will sing, yes, I will sing, oh, He is alive, and I am bound to death no more, oh, He is alive, in Jesus Christ, always secure. Let's sing it together. Death is defeated. Oh, and death is defeated. Oh, is eternal. Jesus is alive. Oh, and raised to life now by great mercy. Jesus is alive. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. <laughs> well, good morning, guys. Uh, we're about to sing a song that uh, talks about this kind of future hope, heaven, singing with angels, all that kind of stuff, which might seem a little odd on an Easter morning, not talking about uh, Jesus rising and all that, until you start to think about none of that's possible without today. And so we have this, uh, Scripture tells us over and over, we have this blessed hope. We have this hope, this inheritance. Um, and I don't know that we really get that sometimes. I think a lot of times, uh, we were talking about this Tuesday in our Bible study, that I think a lot of times we're kind of convinced that heaven's just a little bit better than this. And so when we, when we talk about and we sing about this, this hope of heaven, this joining with angels and singing, it kind of becomes this, yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, it's better than going to hell. But we've, we've so like, stripped this down. We've taken, a, we've taken away the beauty, the awe, the wonder of what heaven's going to be like. And again, none of that is possible without today. None of that happens without a risen Savior, without a Savior climbing up on this cross and taking your sin, my sin, and making us adoptable, saving us, the only one who wanted to save us. 
And so this morning as we sing through this song, if you want to stand, you can. I would encourage you to. Uh, you don't have to. But if you want to stand and sing... Who can we compare you? And how can words describe you? What song is there to sing worthy of our King? You are more than we can fathom. So much larger than our spectrum. We are read in your word when the angels gather around your throne. They sing this beautiful song. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Who was and who is and is to come? You have filled our hearts with your truth. You have set our troubled souls free And given peace that endures And the hope that one day you'll return And then forever we'll sing Holy, holy, holy Is the Lord God Almighty who was and who is and is to come. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Who was and who is and is to come. the loudest chorus, singing together as one voice, to the one and only King. And with the angels we'll sing, holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty, who
Sing that one more time. Holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and who is and is to come. Hey, Jen, are you ready? Man, I can hardly wait to get out of here tomorrow. Ready for what? Ready for what? Jen, this is our camping trip. Did you not forget? Oh, this weekend is Easter. Yes, it's Easter. That's why we go every year at this time. The camp's not nearly as crowded. It's still kind of cool, but it's getting warm. You don't have to wear as many clothes, and we may even be able to go for a swim. But I have plans this weekend. Jen. Tell whoever it is that you made plans with that you forgot. You have a standing date with your dad. Come on, they'll understand. This weekend is so important. I mean, it'll be my first Easter to go to church as a Christian. What does that even mean? Of course, you're a Christian. You're an American. We believe in God and country. But being a Christian is more than that. Jen, come on. This is our annual camping trip. This is one time I'm going to have to put my foot down and say, we are going camping this weekend. Now go upstairs and get packed. Fine. <sighs> I'll do it if that's what you want, but I'm not going to be happy about it. I mean, this, you're taking me away from something so important this Sunday. Easter only comes around once a year, and my first Easter to go to church as a Christian only happens once in a lifetime. I would happily go camping with you next weekend, and we can't even talk about why this weekend is so important. Jen, this is our last camping trip together. You go off to college soon. I'm not leaving for another four months. I'm supposed to sing this Sunday. I'm going to be in church with other believers on the most important day of the whole year. I mean, maybe I am making too much of the church thing to you, but it's important to me. Dad, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm going to church to worship and celebrate. Hey, Jen, what's going on, y'all? You're going to be late for rehearsal. Brady's been waiting outside. I'll go talk to him. Jesus, this is so hard. I never thought that my own dad would be the worst one to talk to. It's so hard to keep from yelling at him, like almost impossible. And I know you love him and that one, one day your message will penetrate through that very hard head of his, but please just help me stay calm. I love my dad. I just don't know what to do. You know, Nick, you could go next weekend. You're already packed and then... You know what? That's not even the point. The point is that she's choosing something else over our tradition. And that's you. Yes, and me. And I'm not ready for that. I mean, what do we even know about this church or these kids or what they're teaching? Or I mean, what do they have over her that makes her throw away everything that she's ever grown up with? Seriously, that's what you're worried about? Look, she's been an empty vessel. You should be happy it's God that's feeling her needs and not drugs or alcohol or any number of things that girls could get into. 
But you know what? If you really want to know what's influencing her, maybe that's what you need to investigate. Did you see how she reacted? She didn't get mad. She didn't storm off. She didn't even slam a door. Oh, that's a problem for you? <laughs> Look, she said she'd go camping. She doesn't want to go, but she'll go. Yes, but her heart's not in it. Something has changed her. More like someone. Okay, I'll concede. We will go camping next weekend. I don't want you to do something if your heart's not in it. I would be happy if you would recognize that this change you see happening is a good thing, and it's not just <laughs> going to disappear. Invited. Invited. I can't say the whole thing. Invited. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me what I'm supposed to say. Why haven't you invited? Oh yeah. Why haven't you invited your mother? <laughs> 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 Why haven't you invited your mother and I? Mom's coming. Oh, you are. You're going to church. It's a public place. You yes, but you to... didn't invite me. No, you know what? No, I didn't invite you. Because I want you to want to come for yourself. Okay? You have always been there for me, no matter what. T-ball, soccer, dancing, clogging, whatever it's been. You have been there. I wanted you to come for yourself. I met Jesus about three months ago. And Mom started asking me questions, and she came with me two weeks ago. She met the Lord, too, but she didn't come for me. She came for herself, on her own. Jen, I don't go to church. I have no need for church. I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about Jesus. Fine. I have no need for Jesus. Look, there's nothing you're going to say that's, or dude that's going to convince me that he's real or that he can make any difference whatsoever in my life. Which is exactly why I didn't invite you. I don't need your criticism and negativity, and I really don't know how to answer you back. I am so new at this. But I do know this, I have changed. And I also know this, you have noticed. I've changed right before your eyes, and you can't deny that. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. What? Do you want me to fail? Is that what it is? Is that what you really want? You know, whenever I was little, I hung on to every single word that you said. And until now, you have never given me a reason to doubt you at all whatsoever. But you say that you don't need Jesus? H how do you know? How do you know there won't be changes made in your life that will give you more meaning and purpose? Tim. There is nothing wrong with my life. That you know of. But Daddy, what if I am right? No, let me ask you it this way. What if you're wrong? How do you know that you don't need Jesus? Man, she just seems so sure of herself. And she has changed. Could it be? What if I am wrong?
don't know why you love me, but you do. Why you forgive me for the things that I do. The foolish mistakes I make when I take my eyes off of you. I don't know why you love me, but you do. I don't know why you carry all my shame. Why you would freely come and die in my place? Why you would walk my path, or why you would even look my way? I don't know why you carry all my shame. You loved me before I knew you, and you forgive me when I cry to you, and so I thank you, I lay my life before you.
dear Oh, I don't know why you love me, but you do But you do. But why you forgive me for the things that I do? Every year at Christmas and Easter, we try to put, a get, put together a, a, a service that isn't a program, but just an opportunity to encourage the children of God to remind you how good it is, and that's easy, because Easter's, for most of us, actually while Christmas gets all the hype, without Easter, there's no salvation. And so Christmas is the, I mean, Easter's the better holiday. I mean, it's the one that gives us hope, and it's easy to sing songs with you and watch the videos and hear that. But for those of you whose mothers brought you, let me just tell you, we always try to find a way to tell you why we do this. Not on Easter and Christmas, but why we gather. For those of you watching online, you know, it has been interesting. Every big preacher has a program online. Every, every group has an Easter special. But we want you to know, well, just like that script. You know, it's, it's interesting to watch these people. They're my dear friends. You know, one's a nurse. One's a high school Marine to be in two months. Yeah, two months. And then Kip... He runs Consolidated Communications. If you have any problems, I'll give you his phone number. But I got to tell you something. The reason we do this is for the Knicks. And, and I want you to know that I think sometimes we invite you in or we tell you, oh, it's because of Easter, but we don't answer the questions that I think are fair. And I, Nancy wrote this script, and I, I think, again, it's one of her better ones because there's a lot of people, maybe some of you, that feel like Nick. Now, you never say it because your mama would whoop you. But maybe you grew up in a church, or maybe you went to VBS as a kid. But the truth is, you don't really know why you need Jesus or why this really matters. I mean, you're willing to come once a year, but beyond that, you really don't need him. And so I thought, in five minutes, I know nobody believes it's going to be five. Start your clocks in two minutes. But, ah, you caught that. But I wanted to give you three reasons why we celebrate, why we gather every week, and let me, yes, and, and I want to be really clear, why we put Jesus, our relationship with him, not religion, but our relationship with Jesus above everything else, including you. It's not that we don't love you. It's not that we don't love our country. It's not that we, aren't, we, we don't want the society to be successful and we don't like people or we don't like Sundays off and prep for football, but I want you to understand the three simple reasons why we do this all the time because you need to know. Number one, the reason we gather and celebrate this season, the reason we gather every week is because not only is Jesus the only one that can save us from our sin nature, he's the only one willing to. I mean, truthfully, you can pick any religion. I read this week that there's 400 religions around the world. I don't know how they know that. There's people, it seems like today, who are creating their own religions. But of all the religions in the world, there's only one where God himself came to die for man. And that is what the scripture teaches. And I want to be clear that you can study this, that nobody doubts the existence of Jesus Christ. Nobody doubts the existence of Jesus. Nobody doubts that he was crucified, even outside of the scriptures, 
There are historians that talk about this man, Jesus, who it was claimed did miraculous things and that he was killed. And I would argue that nobody who has, it was a thinker, even denies that he walked out of the tomb or left the tomb. Because even the people in his day who should have easily been able to produce his body had to make up a lie about how he left. They said he never really died, that his body was stolen. But eventually that story turned into a story about how he had only lost a lot of blood and slept and, and, and had the coolness of the tomb. The fact is Jesus rose and was seen by over a thousand people. And that also is proven outside of Scripture as well as inside of Scripture. But having said that, I want to tell you that the, if you believe in Jesus Christ, then you have to believe whether you believe he's God or not in the words that he taught. And one is John 14, 6. You may know this, but it says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, if you want to know God, Jesus said, I'm the only way to know him. That's the first and foremost reason why we gather. That's why we sing. That's why we celebrate. Because there is no relationship with God himself without Jesus Christ making our relationship possible by taking our sin away. One of the last things that Jesus said when he was doing his public ministry on Passion Week is in John 12, verse 47, where it says, I have come to save the world, not to judge it. But all who reject me and my message will be judged on the day of judgment. So let me say this, that although it's not talked about much, the truth is, if you don't have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, you will face him not as a loving God, but as a judge. And that's another reason we worship him. We worship him because there's no way to be right with the judge except through Jesus himself. You know the verse John 3, 16, for God, the judge, so loved the world that he gave his son so that whoever believes in him won't perish or be punished, but will have eternal life. That's why we worship him. One more verse on that, Romans 5, 11, and I love this. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because of our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. We, first and foremost, have made friends with God, and we want to celebrate that. That's why Jen wanted to go to church on that first Easter. Why was that first Easter important? Because she wanted to celebrate not just knowing that he died and rose again, but having a personal relationship with him with others that have a personal relationship with him. But there's another reason. The second reason we celebrate, the second reason that Nick needed to understand why we gather, why we prioritize our relationship with God, our second reason is that he is the only one that can offer us life as he intended it to be. In John chapter 10, this verse, the thief's purpose, Satan's, Lucifer's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But my, my purpose, Jesus is saying, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. If this morning you walked out and there was a big Easter egg in your driveway and your parents or your spouse told you to open the egg, and inside that egg was the sweetest Porsche you'd ever seen. There's two options you have. If you want to know about that Porsche, you can buy a book, and it'll tell you how it runs and stuff like that. But if you really, really want to drive that thing and understand every part of it, you're going to sidle up next to the guy who designed it. Because that guy not only knows how to make it run and how to make it run fast, but he knows why it goes fast. The truth is, the creator of the universe has made a way for you and I to have life as the creator created it. You know, one of the things that I think we forget, we are, first of all, we're all made differently. Some of us 
are hyper, some of us are mellow, some of us are upfront people, some of us are calm people, some of us have ADHD, some people should be diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> we all have our thing. But do you realize that God made you with that thing? You are perfectly sewn together in your mother's womb, Psalm says. And the fact is that your husband may not always understand you, your wife may not always understand you, your parents may not understand you, but God fully understands you. Not only, why, uh, not only what you think, because you talk to him, but why you think those things. As the creator, he sent Jesus so we can have a relationship with him. That's how much he loves you. And whether you've got it together or you're feeling anxious or, or you're lonely, the truth is Jesus Christ is the only way to have a relationship with the Creator. In fact, it tells us that He created us. We can be right with God. We can walk with our Creator, which leads me to the third reason. And the final reason is because there's not peace anywhere other than Jesus Christ. It tells us in uh, John 14, 27. It's really hard to read at my age. I am leaving you with the gift of peace of heart and mind. I mean, this is cool. These were Jesus' like final words to the disciples. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of heart and mind. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. Man, do we live in a troubling and fearful time. And you know what? doesn't matter what political end of the spectrum you're on. When your president makes it, he's only got a year to do his thing and for you to celebrate, and then he starts running for president again. It seems like your party will disappoint whether it's on the right or the left. It doesn't matter who your mayor is. It doesn't matter who your spouse is. You know, marriage is awesome for the first 48 hours. And then you find out, you roll over, and you're, ah, that's false advertising. I mean, <laughs> Except for me. I just want you to know. My wife always looks lovely. Life, life has a way of, of, of disappointing. I, I, I've told you a story when we took our kids to Disneyland, or Disney World uh, one time, because that's all I can afford. But we went there one time, and we walked in, and, and it was such a perfect day. We got there early, and they ushered us back to this roller coaster, and Zach, as a little boy, got to ride with Goofy on the roller coaster, and he got off the roller coaster about 9.30 and began asking if we could go back to the hotel and swim. What a disappointment that billion dollars we spent was. The truth is, there, there's a line in a movie that says, uh, you remember what happened to the girl who got everything she wanted, and it says, she lived happily ever after. You know the problem with getting everything you want is you find out there's more you want. It's disappointing, and that's life. That's, that's just how it is. But when you realize that God himself sent his son to die on the cross for your sins so you could have a relationship with him, so that he could guide you through life in the chaos of the world, that there is peace available. That song, the beautiful song Chad sang, that he wrote, it's such a cool song if you understand where that's from. It's from Revelation. There's like two or three songs outside of the Psalms in the Bible that it tells us we'll sing. And that beautiful song is one of those songs. And what is so cool is when he said this morning that we're going to sing with the angels, you know, Lincoln's birthday is a cool day. Um, lots of historic days. Even Christ Christmas is a cool day. But this day, Easter, Jesus' resurrection, it jettisons us to the future. We don't have to just look back and find hope. We look, our, we look forward and find hope. 
If you are tired and frustrated with the world as it is, your answer is Jesus. That's where I'm living right now. I'm looking forward to his return because I have been frustrated with my politicians and my country and my Hollywood and my... It's just too much. Sorry, that's me. It's just too much. It's too much. I'm tired of being a disappointment to my church. I'm tired of my church being a disappointment to me. And what I hear God saying is, look higher, son. Look higher. Your hope, and I'm done, is not found in, G- is not found in church. It's not found in politics. It's not permanently found in a really, really good stake, although that's a, that's a fine step forward. It's only found in a relationship with the Creator who sent His Son to die for you so you could have a relationship with Him so He could change you from the moment you accept His offer into His life. There's hope, you guys. There's hope for you even when you're dying of cancer. There's hope for you when you don't have enough money. There's hope because your hope is not in this life. And no matter what preachers say, this is not your best life. It's the next one if you're a child of God. If you are not a child of God, my friend Nick This is as close thing to heaven you'll ever experience. You better live it up. This verse. This verse. This verse. This verse. This verse. This verse. verse. Matthew 11, 28. Jesus said, come to me, all you who wear and carry heavy burdens, and I'll give you rest. When you have a relationship with God, you can sleep well at night knowing he's in control. Sing that chorus together. You loved me before I knew you. You loved me before I knew you, and you forgive me when I cry to you, and so I thank you. I lay my life before you. just want to make that fresh and new Lord, that we lay our lives down before you. God, we don't know the future. We don't know what anything holds, Lord, but we do know, Lord, that right now you're preparing a place for us. And God, I just ask as we go through the rest of our day here, uh, that this would not just be a one-hour blip on our Sunday morning. Uh, yes, Easter's over. God, that you would just keep reminding us of just how good this is, just how good this grace and this mercy that you, that you provide. God, we love you. We ask for that you just help us to trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Happy Easter, guys. Y'all have a good one.